Hello and welcome to the Watford Jazz Junction podcast. I'm Chris. And on today's show... Looking ahead to May's Watford Jazz Junction. So, my name's Chris. Sorry if you hear any barking in the background. That'll be Teddy, my hairy jazz dog. Um, but jazz dogs aside, on today's show, I'll be preflecting uh, my new verb. Maybe it's not a word, but I don't think it matters. Anyway, I shall be preflecting on the Watford Jazz Junction and the Jazz Cats, who will be performing from the 20 to the 23rd of May 2021. Very much COVID allowing. Cross your fingers, gang. But before I dive into that, just to set some expectations for this podcast. As the name suggests, I'm located in Watford in the UK, and I'm into jazz in all its forms, from trad to modern, bop to fusion, you name it. I play it, I listen to it, and I even organise some of it. In future episodes, I'll be hoping to speak with all sorts of people who sit at different jazz junctions, those who've got an interest in jazz, those who take joy, I suspect, from live music, including players and concert organisers, and of course, those much overlooked people, those who actually listen to it. I'm not going to get too technical about musicianship, or indeed be too precious about the genre. I'm all about personal reflections and relationships, with an art form that I think is one of the greatest gifts of the 20th century. So, back to date. The Watford Jazz Junction. It's a new festival of live music here in sunny Watford, which is located just a few miles north of London, and it's going to run, as I say, from the 20 to the 23rd of May 2021. So for anyone listening beyond the UK... Watford is probably most famous here for our Waypoint railway station, Watford Junction, and that sits on the train line that runs through from London Euston uh, to Birmingham and beyond. Uh, We've also got a pretty famous and decent football team, uh, but I'll come back to them in a minute. We've also been home to some mighty impressive musical company over the years. We've had George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, who went to school just up the road from where I'm recording. Uh, LTJ Bookham was born here as was Jerry Halliwell from the Spice Girls. Uh, Simon Le Bon from Duran Duran was born here, growing up around the corner in Pinner, where Elton John also grew up, and he then became famous for chairing our aforementioned football club for many years. I mean, I know he's famous for some other stuff as well, but it was all about Watford for Elton. But what of jazz musicians, I hear you ask? Well, I'm a bit foggy about any cats who were born here, What I do know is that several amazing jazz musicians live in and around Watford and nearby Harrow. And that's got me thinking. Watford is amazingly placed for jazz troubadours, being just a 17-minute ride into London, a moment from the M25, which rises around the capital and can take you to all of our home counties, and of course the M1 to go up north and the M4 if westward bound. And even got... Uh, Heathrow, London, Stansted Airports, all just a stone's throw away, so it makes loads of sense to live here if you're a jobbing musician. What doesn't make sense is why we don't showcase our talents with our neighbours more often, and indeed bring some of the great people we know and work with to Watford to play and party. So, to kick off our festival, we're going to put on a concert titled Gifted, It'll showcase a super talented quintet from the National Youth Jazz Orchestra, who for years had a regular gig in uh, nearby Ryslip under the baton of their prodigious founder Bill Ashton. 
uh, a septet from Purcell School for Young Musicians, which is also based here, which has produced so much talent over the years, including Mr. Grammy himself, Jacob Collier, and their first ever vocal jazz scholar, Emma Smith. And it's Emma who's going to be bringing her quartet to town to complete that night's entertainment. Uh, Emma recently released a great single, uh, Monogamy Blues, check it out. Uh, and she performed her Portrait of Ella set, which premiered at Ronnie Scott's during lockdown in midsummer. Check it all out online and whet your appetite. That gig's going to take place at the Pump House Theatre on Friday the 21st of May. Then, on Saturday, we've got a real mix of stuff in what I'm calling Peak Jazz Junction. In the morning, we've got a jazz drumming workshop with George Double. Uh, I got to know George when I was a young boy, back in our school days uh, in Suffolk. And together we played in the mighty Suffolk Youth Jazz Orchestra, once upon a time and long before I defected to Hertfordshire. George has got huge experience on the jazz scene. and He's going to run a terrific workshop to guide uh, the craft of young jazz drummers from across the region here in Hertfordshire. I think tickets for that will be, I don't know, probably just about a fiver, bargain, whatever it will be. And in the afternoon, George will be providing rhythm for the Chrissingham Quartet, who I'm delighted to say will be reviving and performing their Jazz of Dudley Moore set. That show, even, (laughs) that show wowed critics when it was first performed a year or two back, and it promises to be a musically rich and suitably irreverent matinee. I guess blue in all senses of the word. In preparation for this podcast, and to put my money where my mouth is, in terms of festivals making connections, I discovered that a giant banner of Dudley Moore was once rolled out in one of the stands at Watford Football Club. Yep, they keep coming back. Um, And I guess that's because Dudley was a fan of Watford, just like Elton John. Who knew? So, as far as I'm concerned, it's fate, and we're going to be celebrating Dudley's jazz legacy. And then, in the evening of Saturday the 22nd of May, we have our headline gig. And this is going to feature the ridiculous talents of Shree. Shree grew up in Bombay and was self-taught the bass, uh, which I think makes him an autodidact, uh, and even making the guitar that he plays today himself. It's a ferocious and super cool looking instrument. I followed lots of Shree's music over the years, uh, starting with his drum and bass albums with Bad Marsh, and that was in the late 90s. Signs was one of my go-to comfort albums in the late 90s, alongside a couple of other records that got my head and blood pumping and all that. Um, Number two in that trio was Open Letter from Loose Tubes, even though it's from the 80s. Um, Who are your main influences? Richard Cook, Betty Benoua. Anywho, enough of my singing, that's not my talent. Um, but I might even do a special podcast on the genius and legacy of Loose Tubes another time. Um, and number three album was Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. Alright, I'm not going to make any apologies. Anyway, enough of that, back to Shree. So, I've seen him play loads of times live, uh, and I've even played with him informally because we share a godchild. Uh, I guess that makes him my godhusband. Meanwhile, in far more musically talented and esteemed company than me, uh, back in March, just before the lunacy of Lockdown 1 began, he released his latest album, The Letter. And we've raved about The Letter on our Twitter feed, at Jazz Watford. Uh, and indeed, I've posted about that too on my Twitter feed, at Chris Newstead. Um, it features collaborations with Harold Anderson, Ben Castle, and co-producer Bugle Wesseltoft on Keys. I saw them debut the album at a show at Ronnie Scott's and it just, I don't know, pulsated with with energy and talent, all built around Shree's open style. All I can say is go buy it 
and play it loud, like all of Shree's music. Trust me. And whilst we're not going to be putting on the letter, Watford Jazz Junction ain't that rich yet um, for those type of collaborations, but Shree's going to be bringing a special band of friends to town and they'll be playing a whole range of jazz, drum and bass and hard beats. And Shree definitely mentioned a track he and Dennis Rollins do from Black Sabbath. So who knows what they're going to play. I can't wait. And we'll obviously get the loudspeakers in place for that. Um, and maybe with any luck, we'll get to tra- chat to Shree uh, in, a, in another episode of this. So also on the bill with Shree that night, I'm thrilled to say we'll have DJ Stylist. And he's going to be flying in from Istanbul. I've heard a lot of DJs over the years, like we all have. But few have the musical vocabulary, as far as I'm concerned, that Mete, a stylist's offstage name, can reference. Last time I was listening to one of his sets was in a fancy hotel he'd let us into somewhere on the Aegean coast, and I just couldn't believe how much he had going on. Um, to my ears, it sounded like Istanbul had met Hackney, had met Americana, had met Brazil, had met Africa, you name it, all the styles and tunes were all blended together and they all seemed to be best friends. So prepare to dance. Finally, as if that's not enough for a first-time jazz festival, we're going to be running a free, yes, free, all-day fringe event across five local pubs, um, which I'm calling the Oxy Village Jazz Amble. So we've showcased a lot of jazz acts at my local pub, the Rifle Volunteer, over the last four years, but this is the first time we'll be putting on multiple gigs in multiple venues in Oxy Village, and that's located at Bushy Station, which is just five minutes from Watford Town Centre. We'll have skiffle and blues and Dixieland and trad and bop and modern with loads of local amateur and semi-professional musicians, including uh, the St Albans Modern Jazz Quintet and the Ten Bells Rag Band. All right, that last one might be my band, so the plug is shameless. Moreover, the Fringe will play to my beliefs that music needs to be live and played by everyone, from those who can whistle a tune right through to the brilliance of the virtuosos who inspire us all. So, we've got a real mix of stuff, and I hope there's going to be something for here for all ears. Uh, I was talking with Gary Crosby, who's the powerhouse behind Tomorrow's Warriors uh, in early autumn, and hoping we can work out something to bring some of their amazingly talented crew to town. Come on, Moses Boyd, you know you want to play here. And I was explaining the musical direction of what we're looking to do, and I said something like this. Gary, Watford Jazz Junction is looking to make connections to welcome everyone, from ardent fans to casual listeners, and most of all, to celebrate live music. Jazz is going to be at the root of it, but I hope we'll get all sorts of stuff in future years. And my musical direction aside, I'm going to make sure that everything we put on remains genuinely fun. Because as I see it, the world's plenty serious enough, and a new festival is a new opportunity just to add some smiles to the world. Okay, so that's it for today. I look forward to speaking with some of our musicians in the run-up to May for some more preflections. Oh yes, bonus points for anyone else that uses preflection after listening to us. Uh, check out all our acts and more on our website, watfordjazzjunction.com, or follow us on Twitter at jazzwatford. Moreover, stay safe wherever you are in the world, and thank you for listening. Bye.